So concludes our plans for world domination. Well done, gentlemen. Yes, good. I'm glad that got recorded. Excellent. Um, yes, there's no no live streaming mess ups with the uh, the world domination plans. Um, mm -hmm. Everyone is well. Everyone is totally well aware of what they have to do down to the down to the smallest detail. Oh, hi. Oh yes, hello. Yes, hello, hi. Welcome to Australian Transformers <laughs> Weekly, <laughs> bringing you Transformers news and world domination plans from well around the world and specifically from my room. Uh, this is episode 181. We are recording live. It is February the 8th, 2019, and it is a little late into the evening. This week, we are talking about Takara stepping up with some plus releases, a few new Siege toys that got revealed that have tons of wagon. Toy World has another movie figure on the way. And how much do you want a Nemesis Devastator? All that and more coming up after this. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Jason. Joining me this week, uh, we have Brad. Brad, this this is your first podcast appearance of 2019. Hey, trumpets, trumpets. hello, <laughs> yeah, coronation trumpets. No, that's, that, that's good. I thought you were actually making a Donald Trump reference, then I realised that you actually completed the word. It's good. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I probably am a week or two late, so we're we're going to run track. Excellent. And uh, coming to us from Launceston, Ash, how are you doing? Exceptional. Uh, it's rained in the last couple of days, so Tasmania is slightly less on fire now, which is good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, look, if you if you are not in Australia and are unaware of news from Australia, uh, the Eastern Seaboard of Australia is either on fire or underwater, and uh, it's even it's even happened to Sydney uh, tonight. Like there was a massive storm went through Sydney. I had a fantastic mm. view of it this evening. Um, and managed to get some good photos of lightning even as well. So it's great weather for ducks or fire retardant animals. Yes, yes. Yeah. If you can float or put fire out, you are useful. Mm -hmm. Exceptional. Top shelf. Brad, how's the weather been there? Extremely humid and sticky. It's sticky. Um, weekend's good. It's going to be under 30. It's only getting down to about 13, 14 overnight. So tomorrow night I'm going camping because it's perfect swag weather beyond the river. It just, But, yeah, either extremely hot or extremely sticky and just humidity. When storms come through and they go across... Lightning goes off, starts some fires, and they keep on going and don't drop any rain whatsoever. So it's a bit of a mixed bag at the moment. Are you just saying that basically the storm is just an asshole? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty much Australian weather has one intent, and that is to murder you in some way, whether it's going to yeah. drown you or burn you to a crisp. Either way, it'll happen. Everything in Australia wants to kill you. Yeah, even yeah. the weather. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure if you just sit there and focus for five minutes, you'll see a cloud that is the perfect shape of a middle finger. Yep. pointing down at you. Yep. It's a so, bit like that scene from The Lion King, except instead of like the wisely father figure, it's literally just a big old bird. Well, he was Darth Vader as well, so he's... Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So there you go. There's, there's the a relation there. <laughs> Guys, should we talk about some Transformers? Oh, yeah, sure. Wait, before we talk about Transformers, um, we should talk about bot shots, actually. Like, is, Brad, are we going to bring bring bot shots back soon? 
Because like we we're missing this we're missing this entire segment in the podcast that we usually <laughs> talk about. And, uh, I gotta I gotta be honest, right? It's kind of weird cutting straight from banter to news. Like there needs to be something to ease us into it. We can go back into a year ago today. I we, we need to talk to Quinny because we need to work out what we're going to do for prizes. Is a big thing. We can oh. we can do bot shots again and um not have prizes. But if we want to have prizes, we need to work out what we're going to do. You know, I, I had an absolutely incredible idea for bot shots. But then something got in the way of me doing it, and it was the birth of my daughter. So therefore, six months ago, I had a great idea for a bot shot. So maybe I'll actually do it now. So, so going on the schedule of on the schedule by which new fathers move, like you should be getting around to it about about yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, right about now. Yeah, it'll be yeah. incredibly out of touch with today's meme culture. How about that? We just it'll be completely an old joke that nobody cares about anymore. But is is that actually is that actually like? Would it have also been an old joke from six months ago anyway? Probably. Knowing me, absolutely. <laughs> that, that means I would have gotten that too. I understood that reference. <laughs> well, if we've got this time to kill, do we want to tell a dad joke? I thought we just did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a living dad joke. <laughs> I've got this I've got this weird like my oh look there, there's it's a little too much light there. I think I'm kind of I'm kind of in silhouette and I don't really know why. I didn't know we were doing spotlights. Spotlight Pictures presents Jason. Um, yeah, like I'll just have to apologize for my uh, my video for a bit. Uh, that's fine. I'll work it out. I'll do something. Looks fine here. That's good. I, like just looking at my thumbnail at the bottom of the screen, it's just like there's a white room and then there's just this black shape in the middle of it. Yeah, so. In front of me. All right, I've just got bar lights, so you know. Yeah. I could really do with going to a bar about now. swiftly on and get to the news straight into news Asbury news that will take us into some news what news comes from by yonder shall we talk about some transformers because a lot of them got announced this week yeah and probably some stuff that we're going to enjoy the landscape it's... of transforming robot men is now quite uh, exciting there's a long journey ahead of us yeah. Littered with figures. There's a long journey ahead of us because, like, some of us don't even have Siege Wave One yet. But uh, no, some that's of going to come in. up. Yeah, yeah. it's going yeah. to come up in a bit. <laughs> Shall we go into it? Yeah, jump straight in, both feet. We're gonna uh, we're gonna actually start with some studio series. I've I've, I've left it on the wrong image, but there we go. This guy has been rumored for a while. It is the Optimus Prime that featured mm. in the Bumblebee movie. Universal acclaim. Let's say, except for Brad. Brad didn't like it. Yeah. But that's fine. Universal acclaim. The film or this? This. This. What do you think? It's a different version of Prime and I'm I'm quite happy with it. Mm. Cool. Good. Universal acclaim. I love it. I will say this. It's really annoying trying to talk to people about it because the name of the figure is really awkward. <laughs> it's the Voyager Bumblebee always... movie Optimus Prime. You've got to say Bumblebee before you say Optimus Prime. And <laughs> you've already said Bumblebee, and people think you're talking about Bumblebee, but it's actually Optimus Prime. They, they've tuned out halfway through the name of the toy. Yeah, I've just um, started calling him Bumblebee Prime, and that that just conjures up other images. It's really that's, hard. That's the image of like the half Volkswagen with the camper van attached. Exactly. Uh, so look, we are talking about the uh, new entry in the studio series uh, SS38 Voyager. Op Bumblebee movie, Optimus Prime. <laughs> or also better better named perhaps as Optimus Prime from the Bumblebee movie. Yes. Um, so 
this has been this has been rumored for a while. It's now finally become official. And uh, gosh, he looks good. Do you know what I loved about the rumor the representation? When the rumor came out and people saw that picture of like that discarded figure just sitting on the floor, like it was like a factory floor or something. People were like, I don't know if that's real. <laughs> Turns out, yep. <laughs> that it is real, if that like or somebody went to a lot of effort to try and fake it. Um, I'm glad that I've seen more images of it. Um, the promotional images, particularly the one we're looking at here, made me think his legs were a little bit too weedy, but now I've actually seen the figure. The proportions are quite good. Um, the thing I find interesting is he appears to have ball jointed elbows. Mm. Hmm. I feel like I feel like his oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're a ball joint. I think I think he's got normal sort of like elbows that lift up, and I think he's also got them sort of like turning around kind of thing. He's got a bicep swivel there by the looks of it. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of the figures have bicep swivels these days. Yeah. So mm. I, I think that's what we're looking at. Is I think, I think if you look at the if you look at the side of his arm, there's a sort of a very distinct point where there's going to be a, a rod going through that for True. rotating. True. I think um, it's very uh, like I mean it's it's pretty common. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so so look, uh, yet another Optimus Prime figure for people to purchase. But um, mm. this one does look almost like he just stepped off the screen, doesn't he? Yeah, it's an it's, exceptional figure. It's a very, very, very accurate figure to what the Bumblebee movie actually presented him as. Because I mean, it's a very unique look. Is it, so, like, is it though? I feel like it. I feel like it's not unique. It's just evolved. I mean, it's unique for what it is. It is a classic Prime with a modern take. Mm, yeah, which like we don't have any, a lot of those. Yeah, I think if anything, over the last few years, this is probably more taking the Prime design, like flushing out more of more robot and less alt mode. Mm. Especially like in the waist, the hips, and the legs. Like you've got the truck wheels, of course, on his shins, but mm. there's a lot less truck mode in this than what you'd normally get from a Combiner Wars or absolutely. The time um, this this it, does look like what a Cybertronian alien that happens to turn into a vehicle might look like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but this is the only Bumblebee one. Wasn't was there another one released earlier, or is this it? Dropkick? Oh, do you mean like just Studio Series Bumble, uh, Bumblebee figures? No, Prime. Prime, Prime, Prime itself. no. Well, I mean, the only Prime. once Prime figures released, they were not Studio Series. They were basically redecos of the evasion sort of look Prime from, oh, yes. uh, yep. from Age of Extinction. But um, yep. yeah, no, this one's the, the first screen accurate one. Yeah. Speaking of screen accurate, <laughs> that alt mode is pretty much on point. Oh, yeah. That is... Well, we never actually see him in truck mode on Cybertron. No, but so this but, is this is Earth mode prime. Yeah, it, I, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think this. Oh, whoops, have I done that? There, <laughs> there we go. Uh, I don't think that's a particularly Cybertronian mode, really. No, but I mean, like it does sort of have the greeblies that we saw in, I guess, the the earlier scenes, it's particularly particularly his I his lack of abs. Define, I, I need you to define greeblies. <laughs> Greeblies, okay. Greeblies are random assortments of details, usually surface detail, added to make something more visually interesting. Usually mm. serving no purpose. So, for example, like, if Everything you look inside of his, like, stomach area, it's greebly-tastic. It's just little things going all over the place. I, so, I feel like that's actually... I feel like that's actually his, alt, his, his robot mode that we've seen on Earth. Yeah, it probably is, but I mean, like, it's just, yeah, it's not, it's not what you'd expect from the usual Prime where he has his grill there. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, so that that's the thing is that that's sort of the part that is different about this is, uh, well, there's no, there's no grill there. There is one there. Clearly, it folds up and hides away somewhere for easy stowage. Backpack. And yeah, no, you're probably right. It probably does go in the backpack because the, mm. the the backpack is kind of the cool place to keep all of that stuff now, having uh, having seen how it works in Siege. And if a backpack's done well. 
it's not a problem. Nah. Absolutely. He does he doesn't look like he's got too much of a background. I mean, look, that is not a that is not a thick alt mode. No. Thick. He's also got a splash of yellow in his crotch. I just noticed that. Does he? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, he does too. I guess that's sort of a bit of a nod to uh mm. a nod to his uh, other incarnations as well. Yes. He does have yeah. yellow around there, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, and so you you look at the the robot mode. Like apart from that flat those flat wing screens, we've had more for Cybertron that sort of Cybertronian looking prime before, where mm. that might be more tear shaped or more not square anyway. Um, Jumping out. Yeah, and the wheels on his legs. Apart from that, there's not really a lot that's Earth mode on his. Oh, well, maybe the smokestacks on his shoulders as well. But mm. you could you could merge or hide them in an alien robot mode as well so mm. I, know, I, I think it works well as like you know he is a he is a a, a robot that's transformed from an, an earth truck mode like it's mm. it seems good i like it yeah and we got bumblebee 2 coming so we might actually see how he gets from cybertron to earth maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> we'll hopefully <see. laughs> this is not the only yeah uh, there's not the only studio figure series announced this week there is also this dude which oh, come on look at look at the yeah, old mode Abled second incarnation of Dropkick because we all know that Studio Series uh, designers are apparently allergic to triple changes actually being triple changes. Well, I'm happy with this. I'm they so happy with this. Any triple changes in the uh, Studio no, Series? They have not. But at the same time, when the alt mode looks this good, if they're going to nail it, they might as well nail it in a very defined way. So what they've got here is a Dropkick that looks exceptional in his alt mode. Uh, he takes on that amazing muscle car, you know, sort of that matches the shatter look as well. I love that it appears that he's got his giant gun <laughs> cannon thing just hoisted on the back. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you would not want that to misfire at that point, right? Like, no. You fire yourself. No, it, it definitely. Well, I mean, if you turn it around, perhaps it could be used for additional boost as you're driving, perhaps. But you know, okay. it's it's exceptional. I want to ask a question. Mm. Have the studio series designers been holding out on us? Like no. there have been some questionable releases in the last couple of waves. But these look great. I think it depends on the designer. Maybe. We might Maybe. be starting to identify that there are certain people on that team that just have a bit of extra passion for the projects. Let's uh, let's check out his uh his his vehicle mode as well. That's ah, that's a really it's a really very sort of G one car um vehicle uh, 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 robot mode there. The um good old fashioned yeah, yeah. I, I feel like his I feel like his chest doesn't have the the angle that on on the bonnet that they've often put. Uh, like like, it really is a very sort of classic transformation. It doesn't look complicated at all. No, it's definitely one of those cases. The, the interesting thing for me, I definitely have to point out, is that his shoulders very clearly have wheels in them. Mm. Like his forearms also have wheels. So we're going to be in this weird situation where, like, to line up the wheels for him, he just sort of does this going backwards. Like, he's just sort of like pointing backwards from the front of him, and then the rest of the car forms around it. Or are one of those sets of wheels completely fake? I think you might find that they're both the right, both real wheels, because if you look on, if you look behind his head, there's a massive hinge where like the the roof of the car is stored behind him and then he's just going to fold up and his legs will just tuck in. It also looks like there may well, very well be a hinge at the back of the wrist. So it could be that they actually extend further out, therefore getting that kind of lower uh, clearance between the front and the back wheels. I think so, yeah. I'm going hmm. to go the other way and say the wheels on his elbows are fake and go under the bonnet. Hmm. And but then there's no other wheels that could be the rear ones. So. The wheels at the back, sort of behind his robot, but we don't really know. Yeah. Either I way, would like, I would like to transform him. 
Yeah, I would like to see this side by side with that original one with the helicopter because these legs look just as spindly. And we chatted briefly in the pre-show about how spindly that original dropkick was. And I reckon these legs aren't much better than that helicopter. But I definitely know which one I'd rather have on display. Oh, yeah. 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 But I mean, as far as character accuracy, oh, this one nails it a lot more than the helicopter one does. Yeah, well, both these figures I'll be getting for their alt modes and not for their robot modes. <laughs> like, just that yeah. helicopter and that car look fantastic. Mm. You know what's interesting about this? This is clearly a render, but um, they've actually, I actually wonder if they're going to put some metallic paint on this. Yeah, I was just thinking oh. then, like, the blue is made with a sheen that makes it look like it is metallic. Now, either the 3D render is lying to us and it's not actually going to be like that on the toy, or they are actually intending to have a metallic toy. So, so if you look at Prime, right, Prime has a lot of flat colors. Like, they haven't doled him up with uh, any metallic shades or. Yeah, a bit of gloss on the blue, maybe, but that's about it. Yeah, but the the yeah. It's compared to compared that's to that's not the same thing. Dropkick is metallic. Prime is a little bit shiny. That's metallic. I'm, you I'm, see across the thighs. I'm gonna hold out hope that maybe there might actually be some metallic paint on this dude. Um, we'll see. As around the well, I don't mind. Around the front of the car, like the front of that grill, those lights. If that's still that that good silver they've been putting on figures, mm. I can now look fantastic there. I'd be excited. If oh, not, so it looks like on the front of you on know, his bicep there, there's a little bit of silver as well, possibly. Unless it's the way true, it's yeah, colored. Yeah. Could be the lighting, but I mean, I would like it. Yeah. There's no lighting. It's a render. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, the, the, still the, a lighting the, source. Yeah. The gun's creating a shadow across his peg. Yeah. So it is. That's yeah. all. See, that's also a detail that they don't usually put in, right? Mm. Like there, there is shade, but they don't usually cast a shadow on themselves. Oh, they... Unbeknownst to us, currently at Takara headquarters, someone's getting fired for rendering too detailed <laughs> a figure. People That's think so it's metallic, Jim. Get out! But even the Prime bot, there's like there's little brain. accents of silver on his legs and that, which again could be just the render, mm. or if they sort of had those little accents on the figure itself, it might just bring out some of that detail that these figures have, especially when we get to some really big figures in a minute. It's just this they need detail, not stickers. In a studio series figure. This is the kind of quality that I like. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. We might uh, see uh, hand images, and it could very well be garbage, but that's <laughs> the fun of this hobby. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty sure this guy is a deluxe, right? Not a not a Voyager? Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, Prime is currently the only Voyager. However, there is a rumor that there will be a Blitzwing Voyager. Mm. Hopefully it's better than rumor. Yeah. Delicious rumor. Well, that's it. You were talking before about just the engineering. Like, could you imagine this and that helicopter version having to merge to be a triple yeah. changer? No. I reckon we'll eventually see a third party do something along those lines because I don't that think would be exceptional. It, but I, I would like to see how they do it because it's a very unique, interesting design. It's one of the things, like, a lot of people thought that the villains were bland in the Bumblebee movie, but as far as bot mode and how they actually looked and behaved as robots went and, you know, the transformations, it was interesting. I liked it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Even even if the QC is terror, if they fall apart, whatever. If it if it's a solid free mode transformation between car, helicopter, and dropkick robot, like mm. I'd, I'd I'd nearly pay the money just to get it. <laughs> it's just... just not transform it. I know <laughs> you'd, you'd walk past it and think about it. You'd walk past yeah. it. You'd at least touch the wallet. <laughs> I would at least look not pull it out. Box. Yeah. It just occurred to me, of yeah. course, dropkick's gun accessory is his turn humans to goo gun. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking at it going, it's weird, he's got a sonic blaster. I was like, oh, wait, no, it's the human goo gun. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And, of course, one of the accessories has just got to be a little pool of liquid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there's your effects piece. Yeah, yeah. It comes with the doctor. It comes with the doctor is just a puddle of goo, and all the kids are so confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, like what, what was the guy's name? Monroe or whatever. Doctor Monroe or something. Yeah, like that. And, and it's like you know, drop kick with Monroe, and, and it's just like, what's this piece of goo? <laughs> they repurpose hot rods disc what the pizza cutter <laughs> no it's like um yeah you, you know you know those all the little slime things that we used to get when we were kids and they um and like tra- packaged up in the trash cans yeah it's like, <laughs> it's like they just give you a tiny tiny piece of that in a resealable bag mm, like, don't don't lose all of him don't lose parts of him <laughs> have, you, have you guys seen the orville uh, a little no. bit the, the the crew member that's just the bowl, the bowl of goo and like they de- they detach part of him and attach him to the salad and then uh, someone has to go to sick bay and they have to pull him out. <laughs> also, just for the sake of being accurate, it was Doctor Powell. Powell, Monroe, Powell. like you know, those two, the, they sound the same. Doctor Powell, also known as Puddle Number Two. So yes. there you go. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah. Look, only two humans liquefied in the uh, course of making that movie. Like they did pretty well. <laughs> That's actually what it said of the final credits. Only yeah. two humans yeah. fight in the making of this film. Whether you're uh, driving near or far, pal makes a pal, pal, powerful car. On that note, I think it's time we moved on to some new figures in the Siege line that were revealed this week. Oh. Now, I was so happy to bring this news to people because it was one of those things that I was not ready for it at all. Mm. I mean, some of it I was like, yeah, there's, there's like, we saw promotional images that suggested that Omega Supreme might be in there. The, the original Decepticon art showed a severed Omega Supreme head. But, well, so, but we also didn't know coming. that Omega Supreme was coming because they had shown parts of him at uh, previous toy shows. Mm. But the other figures that have been announced just like, and we've got a new, we've got a new cycle. Yeah, hold on, hold on. <laughs> just, it's my mind. Ash is excited, everyone. Oh, in my mind. I'm like Powell right now. I'm just. He's losing his mind. Are you like Powell or are you like Monroe? <laughs> I've, I've made up a character entirely from the, from the movie. It's Monroe fictional. It's like my imaginary friend. <laughs> idea uh okay so look uh some new war for cybertron toys were announced this week at uh what was it, it was chicago toy fair yeah oh yeah chicago yeah. Toy Fair was announced sure uh, why not go let's just go with that chicago toy fair uh, chicago managed to thaw itself out from arctic temperatures long <laughs> enough for hasbro to re- wheel out some new transformers who knew well, well they couldn't wheel them out they just posted the prints of it actually the the reason that took them so long to reveal them this week was that they actually had to thaw them they actually brought them out with these massive ice cubes and just had someone stand there with a hand dryer frozen hard drives (laughs) yeah uh so we are looking at the new titan class figure amiga supreme which doesn't you know you know the you know the main thing that i think about when i look at this and i'm like this is 2019's titan figure it means it's time for me to buy predator king have you seen Predator King anywhere? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, all, he's all over the place. Much like oh, the awesome. 300 bucks. Yeah. Considering that there's stores in Singapore that have dozens of Predator Kings just sitting on the shelf, he will eventually make his way onto online retailers and he will eventually drop. Oh, them. totally. Look, look I, I, I generally, I don't like to buy the Titans at more than like 100, 150 or so dollars, but mm-hmm. like 150, I think I paid 180 for um, Fort Max, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't like to spend more than about 150 on them. And so like, um, just waiting for that price to come down because you know it will. Yep. I mean, the retail price for Omega Supreme at this point is $159 US. Mm. 
and that's with 99 cents just just to really round it off nicely <laughs> he's a big boy obviously he's titan class and uh yeah it sort of comes down to if you are a fan of omega supreme this is him in an incarnation that obviously suits the siege aesthetic but it's still quintessentially him because he still turns into a rocket. He still turns into a weird sort of railway thing and a tank and a little base. He also comes with a little micromaster that uh, can mm. hang out with him. I think its name is Countdown. And it can actually fit inside pretty much all of the different facets. It can sit in the rocket. It can sit in the tank. And I think it can hang out at a control center as well. So. Can I just point out, like looking at, looking at the uh, looking at the rocket mode, or rocket or base mode. The like, shaft mode. Can, yeah. Countdown is not about to have a good time. Literally <laughs> <laughs> in the around that corner tank, yeah, yeah, and he's just—it's like if you thought Tiananmen Square was, oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> and there is, uh, so is this dude a repaint of an existing MicroMaster? I am not aware of one that matches exactly how he looks. I mean, <laughs> the Top Shot set kind of like he's not as square as they are, so could be a unique mold, or because Hasbro and Takara love doing it, he could be a pre-tool. Well, or, or, or he's something that uses his mold, but is more iconic. So, well, may, I mean, maybe he's just a later wave MicroMaster. True. Yeah. True. So let's have a look at some of the other figures that were revealed. There are a couple of notable ones. We do have. Uh, so we knew Impactor was coming along, mm. um, but uh, look, Impactor has a Impactor has a body shape that has not really remained consistent throughout the years. This is oh. a. This is a fairly new design for him, um, but he's maintained his color scheme, right? Like he's he's still got his purple and purple and I'm going to say yellow, but it's kind of like goldish. It looks yellow. like a yellow. Yeah, it's a bit of a honey yellow. I think as far yeah, as I like that honey yellow, goes, they've kind of hit all the dot points. So Correct. it is quintessentially him. The one thing that is curious to me is the fact that they have made absolutely no effort to hide the fact that his legs are hollow city. Yeah, they're hollow af. Um, but like that's not. That's not something that is surprising given the sort of the current aesthetics. Like Combiner Wars had this a lot. Yeah. Um, we've seen we like we've seen some good efforts to hide this in some siege figures, but you know, just you can't do it all the time. Yeah, sometimes it, it just happens. I mean yeah. mm, it's it happens. Do we know if this is a new mold? This is for Siege a new mold. Yes. Okay. Because this does not does not exist anywhere else. Something I really like as well is just um if you notice his Autobot symbol on his chest. Mm. It actually appears to be sort of just a line work version of it. It's mm. not stamp. It's actually quite subtle, which is yeah. I like that. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's any other figures that we've seen that have that. Um, no. Part of me wants to think that Hound had a similar thing, but it's just it's something I like. It's that they've got a bit more subtle, which I think helps the figures. It means that like the actual bots, the bots features are what stand out. I also like that his uh his uh his harpoon hand. Has a uh, has a peg on the side of it, so it can actually be taken out. He's <laughs> <laughs> saying someone can rip his hand off and use it as their own weapon. Wield it like a gun. In fact, you could turn any other member of the siege range into a shanky shanky man. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, for when you want to when you want to use your transformers to reenact scenes from Wentworth, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> well, maybe you just want to demand your money back. It's fine. You can do it. <laughs> ah. <clears throat> so impact. Um, also, uh, like as as a fan of the UK comics, I like the fact that he's got his shoulder cannon as well. I just like that he's going to be a shell figure. He's not going to be a weird exclusive from some strange thing. He's not a third party. This is just Impactor on the shelf at your local toy store. It's yeah, he's not. He's not a Titan Master. He's not a anything like that. He's an actual character. Just, just a guy. Just part of the range, which is good. It's normalcy. It's great. 
Yeah. Tank mode. Now, I just want—I'd like. I, it looks skinny. Yeah, it looks like it's going to topple over. It's, it looks skinny. It's fine. I do think, like, I do see a little bit in the tank mode. I see a bit of Hasbro's designers just going, "Fuck you, MMC. This is how we do that tank." Mm. So, like, he re- like he's got he, he's got Impactor's tank mode with the the sort of bulldozer things and blades at the front and. Yeah, like MMC can do one that costs them a hundred bucks, um, but you know Hasbro's like, well, we can do this for thirty. Yep. So, yep. No, fine. Take take everyone to school on it, but like, I like it. I don't. Um, I've I've said many times that I don't really like the uh, distressed paintwork on the siege figures. Mm. It looks like in this case that most of that paintwork is actually going to be around the the yellow parts around the tank dreads, which seems appropriate for a tank. Yeah. Um, looking at this, I actually take design cues from, if you guys have ever seen the Legend scale Warpath figure, there was also a redeco of the Megatron figure, where mm-hmm. sort of the legs explode and sort of wrap around and then the arms come together to hold the gun. I see mm-hmm. a similar transformation here. It might not be it might not be exactly the same, but it's similar, but I have no problem with that because I love that transformation. I think it's great. Let's have a look there. Like, like I can't, I, I kind of feel like the the yellow parts at the front are just going to be his wrists turned around. Like that's mainly that's mainly going to be his. So, um, I mean, at the very top, looking at where the gun currently is ha- held, that looks like his arms coming together and holding it side to side. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Where that turret's plugged in, that's probably where his hook hand or his. Oops, hand right. is. But I so say the best way to see is his gun. You know, so his gun's got pegs on either side of it. Yeah, yeah. Hands come together, hold it like that. Arms. Yeah. On one long thing, and then you see on the back of the legs, there's ribbing that looks like more tank treads. I reckon the legs actually fold out butterfly style, wrap around it, wrap around the bottom of it. I think you're, I think you're right about the tank tread, especially. Uh, I will just point out that that's clearly not hands holding both sides of the gun because he doesn't have one on his right hand. So that's why I think that it's the hands flipping in, and there's a peg hole on the inside. Yeah, inside his wrist is a hidden hand. Impact has been hiding it the whole time. That's handy work. <laughs> uh, let's let's move on. Um, move on for the sake of puns, please. Yes. Look, basically, what happens is I make a joke and then we move on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the other the other figure, which is set in tongues of wagon, is this dude Jetfire. Skyfire. Grilling. Yes, Skyjet. Sky Skyjet sky Fire, dude. Yes. Awesome. Um, that's his official name. He has his own new size class denomination. He is called a Commander Class. He's figure. Commander Class, which means, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, I have walked away from my desk for a second. He is a shocking and incredible and amazing 11 inches tall. He's a big, big boy. That's, um, yeah, that, that's... Uh... I mean, just, just, off, just off the hand, that is taller than MP10. That is about as tall Magnus? as Ultra Magnus. Masterpiece wow. Ultra Magnus. That's how tall this boy is. That raises the other question. Anyone got Phoenix? He's not as tall as Phoenix. I don't no, think. Okay, okay. Phoenix is very large. Okay, all right. Phoenix is, in a word, massive. Yeah. But still, but, Magnus is a big boy as well. And if he's as tall yeah. as Magnus, then that's a... So like, we're we're going to be talking a new price point for this as well, right? Oh, so no. <laughs> it's kind of a it's kind of slipping in a new big figure above leader class. So oh. we've got the current RIP of leader classes at ninety five, ninety or ninety five dollars. I think it might have gone to ninety five recently. So I yep. kind of feel like your commander is going to come in at one ten, one twenty. 
Well, here's the interesting thing. So at the moment, obviously, there are listings for pretty much all of these figures on Amazon. However, they are in US dollars. Siege Commander Jetfire is $79.99 US. Mm -hmm. And I think so most of the leaders are 65, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. So he is more expensive, but not drastically so, which is nice. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. Hmm. Depending where you find it at retail. <laughs> Correct. Obviously, we could get stung with the Australian tax of, yes, he's going to cost this much. But it still means that, obviously, between leader and titan, that's where commander sits. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think I think we knew that's where the commander class sits because he's he is a big boy. And also, it's worth noting that the leader figures in Siege thus far are basically voyages with add-on bits. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Good point. I was going to say, mm, but then... Magnus, you're right. That's exactly right. Yeah, no, he's still is like so is Shockwave. Yeah. Um, but... Shockwave more so. Magnus at least wears his well. Shockwave looks like a Voyager pretending. Couple mm. of questions. Hmm. Does this guy look like he has hands that open and shut? This is what gets me so excited. The oh. fact that his hands aren't molded in a way that looks like they're holding the gun. You can see there is a peg hole. Yeah, there is. Um, but it looks like his fingers will move. Yeah, it looks like a pin hinge in the in the knuckles. Yep. For the longest times, I've argued that maybe leaders' hands should move, but if commanders are going to do it, at least that's fine. Because it's just at a certain size, club hands look lazy. I'm gonna yeah. um, I'm gonna make a prediction. Mm -hmm. The hands don't move. Oh, uh, the, the, the thumb it, it, it definitely only... doesn't. There's no well, thumb yeah, movement there. Doesn't. No way. Yeah, I reckon we're gonna have happen. like mitt hands, where like just the hand, the fingers all move at the same. I, I, so I actually don't see a pin. The I don't see a pin for the the fingers to move here either. Okay, I, I actually do. I so, so I see I see surface detail, but I don't see a place for a pin. All right. So do you think that one hand's molded for one accessory and one for the other, considering no. they're both different? No, they both they've both got a peg hole inside the hand, and I reckon the hand doesn't move. But they're both different size holes in no, their not. fist. No. Yes, sir. Look at that. The same. They no, do not. like one slightly more open than the other. Slightly. You can see his index finger is at the end of the thumb on his left hand, and on his yep. right hand, it is in fully closed fist. No, it's not. What? So, so they're so they're both an open hand, but the hand on the left hand is in shadow. You are looking into his fist. His index finger is at the end of his thumb. Yeah, we need to see a sign. And, and on uh, yeah, and on this one, and on the right hand side, the index finger it's is touching the thumb. It's not a fist. Okay, all right. He's, he's like this. I'm I'm getting my pencil pad, pencil and pad. We'll write this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's have so, another. Let's have another bet. This is going well. Well, while we while we yeah while we're going, I I reckon this is MP MP level movie masterpiece level. I reckon this is going to be like 140, 150. Yeah. We already we already know the US price. It's like ten dollars more. Yep. Okay. All right. although, although that well, that could look for for all we know that could translate to three thousand Australian dollars. Valid <laughs> point, if somewhat depressing, but still yes. valid. Yeah. But he he looks like a brilliant skyjet fire dude. It's, um. Yeah. We've, we've, we he's now skyjet fire dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Officially. Uh, look. Uh, look, guys. I'll call Hasbro in the morning and I'll let them know. I'll yeah. call my uncle that works for Nintendo. But there are other pictures of him. Obviously, you know, he's and more upgraded. We have to call FIFA as well, right? Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, anyone anyone going to call Harmony Girls? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they might already know. <laughs> if not, they don't hear. Every every time Hasbro releases a, releases a figure that has fire in the name, like 
how many golds got alarm bells and klaxons that go off? Well, especially when they go to call them out with one of the face accessories. Let's change the photo. Yep. Go, go to the other photo. Go to the next jet fire. <laughs> 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 yeah. Can I just can I just point out two things? One, Brad has had such a good laugh that he's actually like done himself some damage. Two, this is the first time I've seen this photo. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, Jetfire comes with, like, I think they're calling this combat armor, but it's, like, C-O-M-B-A-T armor. Like, it's actually an acronym for something. So I hope that it's something ridiculous, like, Cybertronian offensive murder bashing armor tactics or something stupid like that, because that's how they're listing it. He I can don't know where it comes from, though. Unless the chest inverts or something, it just... It does I'm look like sure a lot of like... this parts forming because you can see when he's in his plane mode, it mounts on the back of him. But it says, oh, here, okay, um, contains Sky Shield aerial armor and Sky Shield battle mask accessories. Use weapon and armor accessories to convert figure to COMBAT ready mode. Okay. Is this what COG was? It was COG a COMBAT figure that just <laughs> bits attached to other no, people? It's COG figure. <laughs> the question I have though. Are they going to have a cheeky reference to the 2007 film when it points out that the parts of Jetfire can fit on Optimus? No, because that would be the 2009 film. <laughs> it was indeed. Oh, <laughs> well done. There, I brought it back. <laughs> but even to go off that, well, this is the big class where we've only got a little... I want to, I want to point out two things. Oh, no, the Prime's voice. It's about hands again, Jason. Hey? It's better not be about the hands again. It actually kind of is about the hands, right? Because okay. if, you, if you look, if you look at the guy's hands here, you will notice that the index finger is touching the thumb. Yes, I can see that. You will also notice that, like, it is there not appears, a closed fist. There also appears to be a hollow section at the very height of the hands, like at the base of yeah. the fingers. That yes. are, I, I, I think these way. are the same things. Also, I, I think what we're actually looking at here is that. I actually think that the this is actually the base of the figure, and I think that the extra parts clip on around it. Because if you look at say, and I was about I look, I'll be honest, I was it's a, it's a late it's it's a bit late at night for me. I was about to point at my screen. Um, if, if you look around his right leg, look from his knee down down towards his foot, right? And now I'm going to change the change the image back to the other one. Just try to memorize the detail at the front there. That is basically that with some extra parts clipped on. Hmm. Yep. So I think uh, so. I think really like that's he's the main bot, and the uh, the extra armor clips on there. We haven't actually talked about his alt mode yet. Uh, it is a flying brick. Yep. Well, yeah, especially with all that armor on top of it. <laughs> it is quintessentially Jetfire. <laughs> yeah. Like, Very true. I mean, you, you can get upset with it, but it's accurate. He's a brick with wings and a cockpit. I kind of like. I kind of don't mind, but the the thing that I find a bit, the thing that I find like I I I I, I like less about this is that Jetfire originally sort of had two red boosters and, um, this in is it, one large mass. Yeah, it's just like it's just like a big red brick. Um, yep. but also, do you know who did this hey, first? The brick has a windscreen. That's yeah. true. It's true. Although, like, it's it's basically horizontal. Um, but you know who did this first? It was actually Fans Toys. Fans Toys gave uh, Phoenix a giant red brick on his back. Yep. Keeping um, in mind, I've he's got a big, boy, he's a big brick. I've got Kronos there, and he's got a big red brick on his back as well. So, it oh, seems right. to be so a... he doesn't have just the one, the two. Oh, okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. So it seems to be a common thing. 
a common recurring theme for the for the Skyjet Fireman is the red brick. Yeah. All right. But he is a space jet, so aerodynamics maybe not. And maybe the not having the big red boosters is the one thing that Harmony Gold wouldn't go go after. Do you know what? I, so looking looking at this and looking at the six guns that are mounted on top of the red brick, the the guns and the stuff that just so weirdly, and and this kind of goes back to some of the influences we've seen in this age. The guns and stuff just sitting there, like it really just sort of screams star blazers to me. It reminds me a lot of the perfect effect add-ons for the Superion jets and that, just where yes. it's got massive Gatling guns, just yeah. why? <laughs> why yeah, why are you there? Why, why not? I mean, but yeah. Um, but also, like, the wall for Cybertron. <laughs> the wall. It's true. Look, it's, it's a valid point. Um, also, just like on that though, like we do know that they've sort of had a bit of anime influence on some of the some of the vehicle designs in Siege. So you know, maybe there is a bit of maybe there's a bit of influence perhaps, there. Perhaps. Um, that's not all. There was also another deluxe that was announced. Oh, it's a pretty boy. Fresh Mirage. from your G1 memories, it is Mirage. It is, and you know what? I, like the amount of detail on this is quite appropriate for a deluxe. I feel. And you got to keep in mind, he was the winner of the 2018 fan vote. Was he? Yes, he I was. There was... was. That... Well, well, you know, I think wasn't Impact of the runner-up? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Either way, they were good enough to give us both. Um, obviously, he's deluxe. Fine that we were getting them anyway. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he it's comes. Convenient that the fans voted for them. The thing I like is that he's a very, very good-looking Formula One car. I mean, he's a great Mirage in his bot form, but. Like he makes a really decent looking Formula One car, considering that War for Cybertron is based before they went to Earth, and it's while they're still on Cybertron. So this is what a Cybertronian Formula One car looks Wait, like. How, how is it that Hound has a Jeep mode as well? He's got a blocky Humvee looking Jeep mode. So at have least you it's seen like a Jeep. Yeah, I have seen a Jeep, but he's too wide to be a Jeep. He looks like some weird creature between a Jeep and a Humvee. I feel this I, is a. I, but I feel like it's the same thing as like all the all the jets having like um uh, having all, all the all the bots having Earth mode uh, Earth mode bits on their yes. robot mode on Cybertron in the first episode. It's like, don't don't think about it, right? Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. The one thing I do like is that apparently Formula One cars on Cybertron have an exceptionally cool tire style. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, uh, look, it's well known that Cybertronian roads you don't need a full grip. No, apparently you just need this weird sort of cog pattern that's part, partially smooth as a baby's ass and then ribbed for her. <laughs> that's how it works on Cybertron. But um, yeah, I, the thing I like is that it, his alt mode doesn't look like a bot pretending to be a car. Except for whatever's under the back spoiler. If that's obviously, the they're the jet boosters, Brad. They must obviously be jet boosters. <laughs> is there a rear shot? <laughs> no, uh, I don't. There's also no underside no. shot, regrettably. Well, Did that's fine. Does say anything up his side, or is it... No, it's just Cybertronian by the look of it. What do you mean, uh, up his side? What? So, remember how Mirage had up the side of him was writing? Oh, you mean Jazz? No, no, no he... Mirage's got... He's It's on his legs there. Yeah, it's Cybertronian. So, there you go. Yeah. Look, look, uh, look it's... it's it's pretty obvious meant to be the the G one um, Formula One sponsor thing, just like sort of changed to Cybertronian. Yeah, which I, is, it's quite cool. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah, gonna bring some negativity. The original series was like something Octanes or something. It was like 28, 26? 26 was Mirage, I think. 
yeah, twenty six, and then it said like Octane or something. Or Octane. it was the name of that. It was the name of that fake fuel company that keeps popping up in the Transformers film. Uh, and series. Lego. <laughs> Octane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I... New 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 War for Cybertron toys revealed. Uh, not sure what wave they're coming out in. Uh, some of us don't even have wave one yet. Awesome. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Tasmania has received a restock of wave one and now has the leader figures on the shelf. What's you... going on? Yeah, look, so um, I've seen that uh, Toy World stores across Victoria and not New South Wales have also uh, restocked the figures as well. So, like, um, yeah, and I think Hobby Co actually restocked during the week as well. If you also, fancy more than a just as an alert, apparently these figures are coming out between August and October in the US. So September? Yes. So <laughs> a long time. Long, long time. Ah, oh, that's like six months. Yeah. So we'll get these about Avatar 2 release date. Yeah. We'll start picking these up when uh, the fall of Cybertron release starts happening, and that's uh, this wave's <laughs> completely done. Dustin forgot about so. Oh look, you know, sometimes sometimes the waves come here quickly. I I, I just I, I hope that given that we've sort of seen a bit of a mishmash of some wave one and waves two, that like you know, we we might be kept a little bit more in the loop for future waves. We'll see. Maybe. We can All only right. hope. Let's move on. What else are we gonna talk about? Oh my god, there's masterpiece figures to talk about this week as well. <laughs> In the Intercara's continuing quest to revisit past successes, they are releasing a plus version of Blue Streak. Now, unlike practically every other plus version where everyone's just looked at it and just going, oh, great, you've given it blue windows. This looks great. I They're actually giving... really like this. And that's weird because I have the original. So usually when I have the original something and a remake comes out, I sneer and I'm like, yeah, I don't need it. I just have like... Like a Muppet while doing it. But I do want this one because he does look great. I just like that they've simplified him. They've just It's just a little simpler, a little cleaner, and they've just done a bit of proportion work and looks good. I like him. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I find his paint job... So I'm just scrolling a bit. I'm down. His paint job looks a lot more matte than a normal, um, normal Masterpiece car. And I, I think that really works, especially... Especially given that the the pluses are meant to be the anime color versions, and so far the the, the plus versions that we've seen are not they're not characters that have a dark a dark color palette. So mm. this is probably a sign of this is you know this is how Takara will handle the um the the plus versions for darker cards. I um, think MPs in general moving forward are very much cribbing this aesthetic. I mean, looking at MP44, and I like I think I mentioned earlier, dating back to sort of. I think the new re-release of Megatron moving forward, that's kind of that really toony aesthetic that they're Very sort much. of now playing into. Because, I mean, it makes these figures that are quintessentially Transformers. I mean, the other ones were transforming figures, but these are toon accurate now. There's a couple of couple of faces for this guy as well. Um, that, that is quite new, isn't it? The, uh, the replaceable faces. Yeah, trend is starting to sort of happen more and more in Masterpiece ranges and... It tickles me pink because I love it. I love the idea of being able to swap a face every now and then. I mean, some people find them fiddly and silly, but I think you can completely revitalize a figure when you just give it a different face because then it lends to different poses. And you can even just see here, I mean, obviously for the people listening at home, we have a very relaxed blue streak sitting there, legs akimbo, holding his gun. Got a nice little grin on his face. And then the second one is <laughs> blue streak charging forward, gun literally held aloft above his head with a face that can only be summed up as... Ah! 
So it looks like there's three three faces because there'll be one shipped on him that looks like a little bit earnest and stern, a big smile and a bit of a grimace. How did you describe it before, Brad? He looks like he's telling someone off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that's that seems accurate. Was it Ironhide where we started getting these, or did Bumblebee have faces? Bumblebee had faces, but I think it was mostly a case of you could either have Bumblebee or Goldbug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the big the big sort of new addition for the uh, the plus version of Blue Streak is the effects pieces, which uh, we are seeing Hasbro bring out with Siege, but uh, we've we've seen we've seen Takara attempt this with uh, the sort of muzzle shot on MP44. Comes out with a pew pew. So yeah, here we've got it's look, it looks like a weird sort of modular pew pew because it yeah. appears to have a face and then a trail. So you sort of you can choose the strength of your blasts. <laughs> you could. Um, Large range stop motion animation on it. Probably could. Yeah, like like it does. It does sort of look like it's intended to be sort of different uh, stages of the same thing. Um, and it looks like, like you said, it looks a bit looks modular, but I actually think there's three bases to it because like there's a figure here, there's a picture here that's actually got the two muzzle blasts coming out of his uh, shoulder cannons. My question is, why do they separate then? I don't know. That's what I don't get at all. But yeah, you can choose maybe, the strength of your. Maybe they can be used. On other things, if you can pull them apart like that, maybe they can be inserted well, into the gun. When you look at them closely, the top two appear like the bases appear to sort of have this rib section that might be used for the shoulder launches, whereas the bottom one appears to be actually a muzzle cap that goes over his gun. Yeah. So maybe it's they are different mounting bracket things for different pews, <laughs> different well, sorts. Yeah, well, of I, th I think you're right there. I think you get two. You get two of the same one for the shoulder cannons, and you get one for the gun. Plus, it should match. It should match the other two brothers as well. Question mark. Mm. What do you mean? Oh, you mean it should be able to be used with them? Yeah. 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 That seems about right. Valid point, and that's also a really big question. Is obviously, if we're seeing a re-release of Blue Streak in this way, are we going to see a similar redux of people like uh, Smokescreen, for example? More to the well, point, we're going to see them release these effects past separately. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, this is a clear example too that they're holding off for a version three before they. Do a full remold. Mm. Well, I mean, I never had a problem with the Nissan bots. I mean, the, the these are, I mean, I, just these promotional images are making me want to play with mine again, even after I've I felt like I'd gotten over the mold and now I want to fool around with it again because apparently half of these poses are things I've never even tried before. But yeah, really, I feel like it's been a while since I've pulled out the um the 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 Datsuns, right? Yeah. Mm. But plus two, like this is the emphasis of. Pursui era, we're getting real cars and we're doing the full G1 toy transformations into robots where now we're not going to change that transformation whatsoever. We're still going to have them doing the toy transformation, but we're going to go into cartoon accurate for the most part or for mm. very little of the robot mode apart from colour. No, that's kind of the plus release point, right? Like they're not going to remold them; they're just going to go yeah. back and actually re-release the figures in a, a cartoon accurate color scheme. I mean, even though they're not completely changing the mold, they are still changing physical attributes of it, just simply because the head sculpt's different. True. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there are that differences. That's a lot for a figure, particularly some figures might have a couple of niggly things that just like, for example, like Lambor is a good example of just his face compared to everyone else is absolutely tiny. Yeah. Look at Lambor head would probably revitalize it well so this is actually the first time that they have actually made like actual changes to the mold and that the you know the head design is different uh previously it has just been a recolor 
It's been paint. Paint and possibly an accessory. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, we also have... Oh, good. It's another third party. Samurai <laughs> <laughs> Prime. We are we are looking at uh, the last night Optimus Prime by Toy World. Um, cool. He's he's a big. I haven't boy. released anything yet. We'll is wait until they release some figures and see what the QC and transformations like before we start ogling over new being, bots. Being Toy World, like uh, I'm not expecting that it's going to be bad. No, well, uh, Bulldogs was the first one, even though it's apparently number two, where this is number one. So. Technically, this should come out first. We will just go timey wimey. Completely. When's this guy coming out? Is it reasonably soonish or like right around the corner? Or? Not sure. Uh, if, we, if we close the image, oh, we'll the story there behind. we go. The figure is expected for release in April of 2019. So, I mean, it looks like there are two images there. One of them appears to have him next to someone else if only sort of see the figure. So, you can get an idea of it there. But, uh, yeah, there you go. So, he is. Mere seconds from release, mere moments. And as we've well, discussed, in two months' time. Yeah. And as as we've discussed with sort of unique toys, like just looking at this figure again, we got another master, another prime here where there is very little truck kibble. There's no tires. There's nothing on this. Very, thing. very reminiscent of the film, though, is the fact that sort of the the alt mode and the bot mode they don't seem to coexist. Like. You can't identify one from the other apart from the paint job. Yeah, but these third-party engineers are going, right, there is no no similarity between the two, but we're going to make one transform into the other. Unique Toys was certainly a um, good example of that, and here Toy World seemed to be doing a similar thing as well. Very interesting to see how it how it all comes together. It's funny because I've seen some of the third-party primes, when they're playing with movie figures, it sort of seems that their chest just explodes and they turn right <laughs> out. And somehow the truck was inside them all along. <laughs> the transformation is coming from inside the figure. It's the truck that's on the inside that counts, Optimus Prime. It always is. You've got the touch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I assume we're going to find out more about this, especially since it's due for release so soon. Cool, but the only image you have open at the moment, just because they're trying to really sort of push the whole blue and red flame deco, just makes him look like he's wearing a bikini top. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, right? Like, like I mean, no, that's there. It's just there. Looks like. It just yeah. it looks like he's wearing like a coconut bra, and the coconut bra has been painted blue and red. Hello, and can I interest you in joining the Autobots or my Macarenas? Yeah. <laughs> now, when he first transforms in that desert scene in AOE, like he is wearing an itty bitty, teeny weedy. <laughs> polka dot bikini, <laughs> red, red, red and blue flamey bikini. Yeah, it's yeah. obviously for the charity calendar. I thought I was gonna be Mrs. July. Uh, <laughs> Pinups are the right of all sentient beings. <laughs> Excellent. Um, right. We're gonna move. We're gonna move on. We're gonna see more of this uh, coming soon. Now, we're gonna see hand images very soon. We sure yeah. we, we we have to. I mean, like, there's there's their own figure there. So, uh, let's let's have a bit of a look at really? this, which is a bit, bit bit of a scary image to drop in. Still had it open. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> so, um, ever since this, like, Bumblebee, for yeah. a Bumblebee movie concept art, 
Yeah, there's like, just been troves of concept art, um, which I think speak to the fact that they've had so many different takes on it. Max has been saying for a long time that like there's there's obviously been a, a bit of a change in direction halfway through the production of the movie, and like I think apparent I, each chapter of sort of the the ongoing saga of concept art comes out of that we sort of see it slowly turning into the film we saw. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I think the fact that there's so many different takes on things really indicates that they they really started production of Bumblebee with a bit of a clean slate and then sort of brought it back towards the Bayverse and just evolved it slightly. But they uh, tried some stuff, tried some different stuff. They did. Uh, no idea what this is. This <laughs> could not have been one of the Decepticons, but we are looking at something that looks scary. Af looks almost like a Terminator, which I think is probably why it was a little bit a little bit too far in the Terminator realm for me. Um, looks pretty evil. Pretty sure if this is a Decepticon. Uh, the Decepticon's name is Nightmare Fuel. <laughs> yeah, does this this does not look like concept art at all. This looks like a physical item, but no, it doesn't even look like CGI. Well you yeah, yeah, it's CGI. Very creepy composite. Yeah, well, well I mean, like they've got okay. a lot of it. It's there's a lot going on with this. It's a man in a suit. It almost, a lot of it almost is. Yeah, it's a lot of effort to be cut. I I composite this theory that. There is a Anchorman part 0.5, much like the original Anchorman, where there's another movie's worth of footage for Bumblebee out there that someone can make into a movie <laughs> and be different. Bumblebee Christmas special, Return of Nightmare Fuel. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at some of the other features. Uh, it turns out that they are going to take a little bit of time to load. So, I mean, the, the images themselves are very reminiscent of stuff from the films. I mean, the, the thing I like about this particular entry into the saga of Bumblebee concept art is that each one of these items is actually named quite clearly. I mean, for example, we're looking at that scene sort of where Charlie discovers that Bumblebee is discarded in sort of the scrapyard. And it's 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 hitting all the cues from the film. We've got the row of boats. We've got the tarpaulin covering over him. We've also got Charlie's incredibly cool bike, you know, the pedal the pedal treadly that your local postie just doesn't want to talk about. But yeah, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't think about this shot though. Like this shot actually is it's a broader it's a broader shot than we actually got in the film. Like the in the film it was just sort of more up against a wall of junk, whereas this actually sort of runs off more this looks like the actual junkyard is expansive. Do you know what? This actually reminds me more of the junkyard from Age of Extinction. Yes. And I that agree. brings up a very oh, nice oh, last Yes, last night. But, yes, mm. so last night when we seen This isn't racist. The black guy in when we seen he had the Hawaiian shirt, and when we seen trails for that, we said it's very much like um, R.I.D. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So yeah, because we saw we saw some of the characters hanging out in the junkyard with um, the, yeah. Uh, now yeah. here we are, six movies in, and five of the movies have had junkyards in them, and I, not one junkie on. Yes. Yeah. So there is, this is probably the most consistent set so piece he, from he, throughout the films. He's saying that the presence of a junkyard is actually like our flying Dutchman. Most possibly, yeah. Mm. But only when the scenes happen there, it's some of people's favourite aspects of the film. But <laughs> anyway, so um, I'm sure this is a typo, but this uh, this one is Bumblebee. Bumblebee, uh, it's Blitzwing BS Bumblebee. I think that was meant to be versus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe Blitzwing's just talking a load of crap. Well, yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, yeah. It's like you can see, you can you can see you can see how like the spirit of the concept art made its way into the movie, especially with this one. But like, um, yeah, it's not it's not meant to be a storyboard shot, right? Like, it's meant to be an artist's impression of how that battle would look. 
Yeah, this is a visualization. This is literally a mid-action shot of how they expect the throwdown to go down, and it yeah. looks like that. It's mm. really quite cool. Notably, Bumblebee there has his uh, his sort of Jeep. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's still in Jeep mode. This one looks far more like what happened in the film, although sort of the uh, over the over the mine shaft entrance is a bit weird. Mm. But I feel like images like this are a little bit used to uh, communicate to the visual effects department. Sort of, this is kind of. When giant robots clash, this is the kind of stuff we expect. Like there's big clouds of dust being kicked up. There's yeah. like power yeah. lines sparking. So like this is, you know, we want this kind of nasty. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, yeah, uh, and that's pretty much um that's pretty much what we expect to see there. There's a lot. Of, there's a good story being told here. Quite frankly, probably punching Blitzwing in the face. Kind of um, yeah. It actually sort of reminds me of like. It feels like it would be a modern a modern version of all the storybook art that we used to get the the painted uh, painted artwork for. Them. Oh yeah, beautiful digital paintings of stuff. Oh, yeah. Want... Also, going to say it near right now. If this was the next cartoon, I'd be happy. <laughs> mm. Just just the way yeah. like it's not it's not a yes it's detailed, but it seems like something could reproduce really easily to be animated. Mm. It's true. Now, this is interesting because uh, what we're getting back here is these character designs that are, appeared in original sort of artwork because you can see the name of Ranger was used in earlier pieces as well. It's true, yeah. yeah. It's also these... something that came out of uh, The Last Night. The um, Hot Rod was originally either Ranger or Sentinel before it became Hot Rod. Hmm. Yeah, so we've still got these really interesting... Like, I think this is sort of what sort of slowly leaned into becoming Dropkick with the sort of, like, you can see sort of the jet mode and sort of some military mm. aspects in there, but also the kind of interesting head design. But, yeah, it looks like a very talented yeah. artist. I think it was Shane Baxley doing some cool work. Some of the uh, some of the original robot designs that we saw for Bumblebee did have some really unusual, really unusual sort of limb placements and, uh, Even and head designs, yeah. The bicep is the front of a car. yeah. Yeah, it loses that original Transformers design, and instead of doing the old triple change where you're going to have parts mismatched and everything else, you've got sort of the car at the top and then the jet in the bottom. The mm. colours seem to be that different where you could see both modes in both separate areas of the body. Tell you what this looks like. Mm. It looks like a toy designer's nightmare. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, I was actually going to say, like, I was going to say, I feel, I feel like this might have been put in front of people at Hasbro and they just went, fuck no. I'll make a toy head of this. <laughs> or any, I feel like the scale is a bit off though, because like if the if the if his if his bicep is meant to be half the bonnet of a car, like where's the rest of him go? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, like it's there's no way that arm's going up inside that car. <laughs> yeah. Did anyone get the age the the last night um leader jet uh what's the dragon called? Dragon Storm. Storm, yeah, that was very, two. Very good for Dragon. Yeah, it was two voyages that combined into the leader. Dragon and Storm. Yeah. I, I got if, it. What do you think, Ash Storm? <laughs> I don't know, uh, Dragon Jason. <laughs> I, I wonder if you could do a triple change of it, sort of have, sort of like the twins ice cream truck, where you got one bot that does one thing and another bot that does one thing, and they both combine to be the robot. Is that a triple changer? Or is it just like half a duo con? Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Again, this is another one of those interesting designs that you can see there's aspects of car within it, but at the same time, it's just, there's so much going on. It's a warbot. <laughs> the 
dude's arm is basically some kind of giant Neo Tokyo like bow and arrow. It's like kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, this this looks really really vicious. But then you look at the look at the face and he looks sad. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's got the jaws of life. He's there yeah. to save you, but yeah. Well, well, is he though? Some um, previous sort of white design guy with the with the oh. rotor blade looks a little. Uh, the oh, original oh. rotor blade guy looks like um one and a half of the the Geocon Redux of uh, Battle Trap. Yeah, yeah, like Battle it does. Yeah. Mm, all right, I think it's about time we move on. Yeah. Well, interestingly enough, speaking of Bumblebee, segues into what we're talking about Bumble- next. There's not really much. There's not really much visual to go on this, except um, there we go. There's a listing that says Japanese uh, are already on top of it. Yeah. So um, there is a rumor that came out this week that claims that MP45 is actually going to be a version two of Masterpiece Bumblebee. Takara obviously uh, ready, willing, and able to cash in on the popularity of Bumblebee. <laughs> uh, as in that, as in they've already announced Hound. Hound doesn't have a number, but screw it, let's put this out first. <laughs> yes, very. Yeah. We've seen the prototype for Hound. People have become excited for Hound. People have grown old and passed away waiting for more news regarding Hound, and yet they've gone, "Hey, here's a whole bunch of other stuff coming out first <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, they, they have because we've got MP18 plus, and now it's like, yeah, let's let's do 45 as uh, Bumblebee. It'll someday, really piss everyone off. Somebody's gonna bump a pallet at like Hasbro headquarters. It's gonna fall over and hit another pallet, and hit another pallet, which is gonna pull a tarp off something, and it's gonna be a prototype of Hound, and then it go, oh, we forgot about this. Oh no, oh no. Let's, roundtable discussion. How do we feel about an updated Bumblebee? Well, you discussed earlier about um, it redoing the mold and redoing the transformation. And how that'd be exciting. Oh no, an earlier earlier chat. Um I unless it is changed, I don't why is this not MP twenty one plus? I because mm. they're see, in a gold bug. Yeah, see for me plus, I, plus, I, <laughs> I like Masterpiece Bumblebee. I like him, but at the same time I just can't get over how different he feels and looks to almost every other MP. And I mean in a quality post, sense. Post 22. <clears throat> yes. So, I mean, for me, it's a case of if they can take this and improve a little bit. Like, there's just some parts of his anatomy I don't like. I mean, original Bumblebee, I, I've never liked his like his waist and the way that his legs are just these weird gangly ball joints. He doesn't look too accurate. He doesn't even seem like, as far as the toy accuracy goes, like where they sort of re- they redesign it a little bit to make it a bit interesting, I just never felt they quite hit that mark. So It's definitely a hybrid. Mm. I would be very happy to see something that's a, like just based off what they've shown recently. I feel that an updated Bumblebee is only going to be good. I mean, for if people who same, want to find it, they're going to hate it, but you know. If it's that same Bumblebee with more muted colors and without the paint issues on the bonnet, it's not going to be. Okay. So um, apparently it's exceptionally tune accurate. That's the big thing they're pushing is that it's going to be less car accurate and more cartoon accurate. That's true. Uh, so we are looking at a price of 13,000 yen. This is all rumor. Um, so they're saying this would be September 2019. So um, uh, MP44 is due in August, I believe. So um, he would be... He would, like if, if this is really going to happen, like 44 has been on the cards for a few months already... This, this, this would possibly be the shortest um, shortest reveal to release of any Masterpiece figure. Well, it's like you said, Jason, if they're trying to capitalize on people really liking Bumblebee right now, 
It's true. It's Unless hard. it's a reboot. <laughs> hey, even if it just yeah. has a new head sculpt, I'm cool with it because just give me a head sculpt with yeah, a cool thing. True. The, the one thing I think is a, an interesting take out of this, uh, this and also uh, MP44 is that uh, Takara is no longer shy of calling things new versions of stuff. It's like, this is version two. It's like, yep, sorry, like we did, <laughs> we did Bumblebee already, and like, yeah, we kind of fucked it. You got to so, read like, it correctly. If you're going to read the press release, it says Masterpiece Series MP45 Bluebee Version 2.0 in September 2019. It includes figure, weapon, and effect part. So Bluebee Version 2 also has the shooty pews. <laughs> I, I'm very curious to meet this Bluebee. <laughs> Because uh, MP45 Bluebee may very well be the sleeper hit of 2019. Is, it, is he any relation to Bumblebee? Bluebee. Bluebee. <laughs> yeah. I think that I'm might not... be. I think that might be actually the title of the show. It might be Masterpiece Bluebee. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brad. There we go. So we've got we've got Yellow Bumblebee. We've got Red Cliff Jumper, and then the third repaint is Bluebee. No, 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 no. We've got Yellow Cliff Jumper. <laughs> yes. And and we, and we have Red Bobby Bumblebee. Remember. Bluebee. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, and, and so yeah, we've done yellow, we've done red. Now we're going to do blue. <laughs> um, yeah. So thirteen thousand yen is not cheap. He's probably looking at. Uh, I think we said that was going to be about one hundred and fifty, one hundred and seventy dollars. Um, <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not that interested in the effect part, are you? Well, uh, if it, but that's the thing. It like I understand that he's supposed to be smaller, but I feel he's too much smaller. I think he should just be a head shorter than say Lambo. So look, I, I I did feel that um, MP21 is a bit small, and so he's, like I feel like I feel like the new one will probably end up being a little bit larger. Is it going to include? Is it going to include a exosuit or backpack? Probably not. All we know at this point is that it includes figure, weapon, and effect part. <laughs> we also don't know if this is even real. Yeah, it will be could be someone else entirely. Yeah, it's, it's very possible. But I mean, like based off what we've seen with the blue with the Blue Street release, I'm curious and cautiously optimistic. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Look, I, I, I mean, if it if it if it does pan out and it's a reality, like I'm going to be buying a new Bumblebee in September. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, like that'll probably be proven fake in the in a week or so when they yeah, they announce gosh. Hound as MP45. But we'll see. <laughs> Uh, they'll announce Hound as MP45, and people will be like, but we thought it was Bumblebee, and they'll be like, what? No, you mean Bluebee? Bumblebee. Bluebee. Yeah, <laughs> MP45 will be the first masterpiece number to be assigned to characters. A little bit of third-party news. which There's a lot of rumors to things that are not rumors. Yeah, look, this this excites me. Mechfans Toys doing a... Um, what are we saying? Uh, doing a, a legend scale Rodimus Prime, in fact, because he's not Hot Rod. He's definitely Rodimus Prime. Um, this is looking pretty good. Yeah. He's the first, the, Hot Rod. There you go. Mm, the first Rodimus Prime we've seen since Carrie. Uh, no, he's not. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, wait. No, 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 Third party, yeah. Dance Toys Hoodlum is Hot Rod. Correct. Oh no! I thought of the Titans Return big evolution. Anyway, scratch that. This looks fantastic. I'd love to see it with color. I'd love to see how it works. I'm looking at this alt mode. I'm looking at this bot mode, and I <laughs> there has to be parts for me. Backpack. <laughs> and what? Yeah, look, it's all it's all in the backpack. Oh, yeah. Also, like it's not that detailed anyway. But yeah. Well, that's um, 
detailed enough. Also, like the, the well, just like the original, like the trailer is probably just a separate piece. It is. Probably. Go to this next photo. Ah, oh, yeah. That. There's a separate. Oh, so he's actually Rodimus and uh, Rodimus Rod. and Hot Rod. So you got the car, yeah, just like the original figure. Widow Matrix too. I'm pretty sure it's a base station photo. There it is. <laughs> okay. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Ah, excellent. So I have no this, issue with this. This just raises more questions about how it fits together, frankly. <laughs> so it's a tiny G1 rod, hot rod prime. He's even got the four. Is that a miniature micromata? Oh, what? wow. <laughs> he has wow. absolutely minuscule target master. Sorry, not forty dollars, fifty dollars. Oh, that is absurd! Can I just point out that his target master? Oh no, I, I thought his target master was carrying a weapon, but no, it's just the, the bit on it, the gun on his back. <laughs> the target master has a target master that you have to transform with tweezers. <laughs> this is absurd. So yeah, he's got he's he's got his target master. Keeping in mind, he is a legends class figure. He mm-hmm. is a little boy, and then he has a littler boy mm-hmm. that is his gun. This is smaller than the Titan Master or Headmaster figures. Probably half the size. And just just in case Hasbro or Takara is listening, <laughs> their target master. I, I, which I, I, is, just hold, hold on, hold on. Let me just let me just check over the on the control oh, screen. Oh, uh, yeah, no, no, it's fine. Yep, they are connected. They're listening. You you are speaking directly to Hasbro or Takara. Their target master has knee articulation. Something that apparently you can't figure out. <laughs> Make sure you make sure you make sure you look right down the camera when you see this. <laughs> knee articulation. I can't figure out how knees bend. <laughs> that thing. I'm afraid if I'm transforming that thing and I inhale too sharply, I'm going to swallow it. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's... It is a choking hazard, and I'm a man in my thirties. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, that 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 looks great. That looks great. There he is riding his lead sled. <laughs> what, uh, why don't we get that shot in the '86 movie? Defending because <laughs> he didn't have the he didn't, he didn't have uh, the, at, at the end. Uh, yeah, the, deleting. That's all right. Oh, skip. It's <laughs> all right. We'll delete that part. That's not going to be deleted. But he was too busy being angry at Hot Rod for him to do his cool thing. Can can I just can I just give a special call out to the uh, the picture that's doing the doing the rounds this week? With um, I'm pretty sure that it's a I'm pretty sure it's a a, a, a clip from um, it's it's cropped out of the uh, IDW Transformers the movie comic adaptation. <laughs> it's got Optimus and Megatron fighting in the background, and Rodimus and or Hot Rod in the foreground. <gasps> And someone's captured it. Oh no! I need to go and help Megatron. <laughs> just, just for the sake of pointing it out, it's actually from the really cool. Um, oh, Hasbro did a range of comics based around what if scenarios. Oh, so it's the one where uh, it's the one where um, Optimus killed Megatron. Hot yeah. Rod didn't interfere in the fight, and and Optimus won. Yeah. but the Photoshop <laughs> is exceptional. Yeah, oh no! no. I help Megatron. <laughs> Oh dear. We have one more story to talk about, and it is the fact that there is yet another devastator coming. Have you seen the chart that somebody's made showing all the different colored devastators? <laughs> I have, I have it's devastate the rainbow. It's <laughs> really absurd. <laughs> they've. I think they've just. They've. They're at this point. They are literally running out of colors. 
that's it. They've even done transparent. Who who is doing this? Um, Toy this, World. This, Toy World. This um, is constructor, but black and purple. So therefore, instead of Devastator, he is Nemestator. Look, look, he's he's got he's got a good color scheme. Black and purple always works well. It does. I mean, let's be clear. I mean, our good buddy Thew always points out that the best Decepticons are usually black and purple. That's correct. Daryl raised a question: If he's Nemestator, shouldn't he be Autobot colors? Uh, Ooh, no. <laughs> valid point. Well, not what about colors, but like well, Bizarro, yeah, Bizarro right, will but... definitely would be a good guy. Yeah. So he'd, he'd be, be like Superion. <laughs> he'd be helpless. White. He'd be whites and reds. How how much was Toy World's Devastator? Expensive. Oh. Um, each one of the limbs was like hundred something dollars. Might be one twenty each. Yeah, so like, let's, let's, let's say you could get it for like you know six six fifty dollars. Like, well, how, how many times have they done it in different colors now? At least six times. They've got like yellow. They've got green. They've got transparent green. They've got plain transparent. Has this Toy World done anything else? Yeah. Toy World. Well, yeah, they've know. got a bunch of things going on, but um, yeah. yeah, this is just they've they just need to. Like, see the thing. The interesting thing is when it comes to their new colors, they don't actually sell the limbs as separate pieces. They sell these as kits. You buy. Yeah. You don't buy Scrapper. You don't buy Mixmaster. You buy Purple and Black Devastator. Yeah. Which, if, if you're that person, yeah, go go for it. Awesome. But they save on packaging costs. They save on shipping because they just go, look, here's the unit. Done. So there's a market. Yeah, I'm not part yeah. of that market. But there's a market. Yeah. And that goes all the way back to the MP Bumblebee too. Like, if you're going to do these, well, fine. You're going to redo them. You've already paid for the mold engineering and everything else. All you're doing is putting new color on them. Drop the price a little bit to encourage yep. us to double up on this stuff. Like, I'd love a Nemesis Devastator, but not for six hundred dollars. It's it's paid. The figure's paid for itself. If if it was four dot four hundred four hundred fifty or something, then I reckon, maybe. I reckon if they did that, they'd piss off the people who purchased the uh, original figure at the higher price. Like, you yeah, but you got the completest. But you got the completest of one of Green Devastator. They got no interest in this this. Shit, this is just repaints yeah, and people completest, then like you're not gonna be that well, interested in this price, anyway. Things drop in price organically anyway in the third party land. They just things don't cost the same years later. Well, and then, as soon as another company comes out with a new devastator and the price of these ones are gonna wait, drop wait, again, wait, wait, so. sorry, actually, um since this story was started, <laughs> someone has announced three new devastators. <laughs> Breaking news. Neon and... pink devastator will come out for breast cancer awareness week. Yep. Uh, and so, sorry, there's been a fourth one. Um, oh, uh, yes. Entirely Invisible Devastator is available now for the lower price of $400. Comes in a box. You can't actually see him. Is the uh, Emperor's new Devastator. Yeah. <laughs> only cool people can see him. I, I can see him. I can see four of him. Yep. And sorry, since that also came out, there has been a, um, I believe it's a Finding Dory Devastator. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That one, that one seems to be available on uh, Taobao. Not sure. Might not be legit. We'll see. Don't forget that uh, there is also the current Endgame Devastator that has Freda Boss missing. Ooh. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> long haul. Long haul. I don't feel very good. It's too soon. It's too soon. <laughs> oh, dear. Which were, so so in, 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 that, in that set, like, who's Thor? <laughs> Whoever's got the biggest hammer. Uh, isn't that Ultra Magnus? <laughs> well, yeah. Fair enough. 
Uh, I think we're done. We've uh, I think we've roundly mocked the uh, third party <laughs> release of uh, third party release schedule of Devastators um, and mock- everything else. <laughs> yes. Let's bring it home, shall we? Um, it is time to talk about some new acquisitions. Um, I would like to go last, if I may. You may. Brad, would you like to go first? That means I'm going first. Yes. Uh, you know, lock, lock the camera on yourself. and let's. First uh, of all, I'd like to bring up the art from my new acquisition, which is uh, Winston Churchill's childhood home being bombed <laughs> and devastated, which uh, great work, Michael Bay. Thank you. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he is. I'd like to find him. Um, the bot in question that goes with said set, uh, World War II Bumblebee now. Oh, camera's up there. Hi. Um, <laughs> Were you showing it to the screen? I was. Okay. Not. Um, <laughs> the one good thing I love about this is it comes with the 2B accessories. It didn't come with the regular Camaro version, which is his six-gun launcher and his Omega X. Unfortunately, neither of which are coloured. The gun is all silvery brown, so again, no painted detail. I'd um, say the, uh, the echo on the eyes is incredibly vibrant. I can see that. Oh, that, that, yeah. That, it's like, like hello. <laughs> Maybe too. Yeah, it is. It comes off slightly creepy when you've got a bumblebee in olive drab. He just lost the back of his calf. It... So is, is he actually is he actually like the same... Is he a retool of an existing Bumblebee, or is he a new mold? There's some new pieces here. Some of the waist looks very similar. I haven't compared it to what's come before, really, um, ex- especially when you got this massive backpack, which is the entire top of that World War Two car. Oh, I did not realize it was quite that bad. Plus, like the back of the calves, like look at that—that's his calf there, and then that sort of that opens, leg comes down. That folds up, and then that's the whole front of the car. Like while you're showing this figure off, we're basically cutting to Ash reacting, (laughs) reacting shots. Um, And as the back end of this bumblebee, and now I wish I never had this so much. And that that just fell off his other calf. It's the front there. Like this might be the junkiest trunk I've ever seen. Between this side swipe and barricade, I thought I'll go for the the B, just because it's the B. But is it the bee's knees? Or it's it's got some bee's knees a problem. <laughs> the knees are alright, but it's, it's got some nice there's some nice detail on the chest there with some silver and everything else. But I'm just it's it's, just, it's a, the figures. It's, you're paying more and more for this shit. I just yep. yeah. And yeah. Thus, that bumblebee has not learned to fly. A lot no. of people say that alt mode looks a little bit like a green brick with a gun. Yeah, I'm I'm holding out for the toy world ones that sort of a, at least have that World War Two um, Volkswagen. He he wasn't that movie, was he? No, no, he no, no. Yeah, no. It's he, a complete. It was, was not a gun installation. <laughs> no, it's a complete made up alt mode for the figure, and it's just yeah. A little low effort, and the thing is, Brad, you're not the first person, even just in this last week, who's ex- who's expressed dissatisfaction with that figure. Mm. But uh, oh. that's the thing; it looks fantastic until you turn it sideways or back on, where you got all those extra pieces that just go on the back. And it's it's sort of one thing. Yes, it's not a sleek car mode that can hide some of those panels like you would 
um, with the Camaro or barricade or whatever else, where you got that big armored car, so you got the big armored pieces that just become backpack. But um, it's just a shame. I'm, and I never, never brought up when we'll talk about Omega Supreme. Like, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing new here. RID's just gone on clearance, and yeah, there was like four, four new bots at the store that. You looked them. Um, I've already got Sideswipe. I've got no issue with the original form Sideswipe and the Dark Moon one, so I've kept them. I'm not going to get the Studio Series. Same yeah. with Barricade. So I'm not going to be buying new figures from the Studio Series line when I've got the originals and I'm quite happy with them. Nothing I just want. I just wanted to get some Bumblebee figures for the new Bumblebee line and the Bumblebee Volkswagen come and left, and that's the only Bumblebee figures that are here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it happens. I um I'm not paying online because a lot of the stores won't um won't pull figures out of the box to ship them to you for cheaper. So at the moment, unless it's unless it comes out at retail Hasbro, then middle finger. I'm I'm over Hasbro at the moment, big time. So mm-hmm. uh, on, on the um on the um pulling figures out of the box to ship them cheaper, uh, you will find that Robo Toy Base does it, but I don't know anyone else who does. Yeah, are they local? N- no. It's um, yeah. Robo Toy Base is uh, operated by Tony Chi. Chi Mung Mung. He used to be Chi Mung Mung. Oh, okay. <laughs> Click. Uh, also, I think he's actually in our group. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, speaking it's of Robo Toy Base, this is actually where um, this is actually where I uh, I acquired my acquisitions from this week. Um, very, very pleasantly fast shipping as well. I may I I placed this order on the thirtieth of January. And uh, figures figures arrived this week. Oh, yes, yeah, um, yeah, midway through last week, and yeah, figures arrived early early this week. Uh, I'm gonna start with the small guy first. Um, this is uh, oh, I'm not sure which company made this. Uh, the uh, Dark Dark Raiden Little uh, Nemesis Prime, which um, he's really he's really good. He's got lots of articulation. Also, like he kind of does the ab crunch in a bit of a bit of a cheating. <laughs> cheating um, he has an ab hinge. He's, he has the ab hinge. Uh, it's, it's, actually, it's, actually, it's actually the latest. Uh, it's the it's the latest uh, trend in fitness, right? Is the ab hinge. Um, but it also means that you can actually like you can actually do like he can he can sit down. My God, I've never. Yeah, wow. you, you can you can actually make your prime sit I down. Like, I don't hate it. I think that's no, actually. I, really- I don't hate it at all. Like he's a really, he's a really you, solid figure. Accordion him out just to demonstrate how it works, and he gets like an inch taller. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like you know, like he's head and shoulders above the rest. You can imagine like Optimus Prime's like, oh, did you get something off that top shelf? <laughs> <laughs> Go go gadget Optimus. <laughs> like all the other G one Autobots. Like I didn't know he could do that. Go go gadget App Crunch. Um, For my yeah. next trick, but I need a volunteer from the audience. <laughs> so look, he is a he is a really really nice, really he's actually he's really solid. This figure has a lot of heft to it, considering its size. It's also quite cheap. Um, this this was I think fifty bucks US. How tall is he? Like I'm seeing you hold in your hands, but he like is, is he about a hand tall? Nice. He's an interesting size. He, yeah, he, like he is quite an interesting size because, like, he's larger than a legend scale. Like, he's kind of, um, he's you know, sort of. I, I guess he's about a deluxe size, um, but like, you know, he's he's built a lot, built a lot better than a deluxe, and you know, he's got a, there's a lot more. Um, I don't know if it's exactly die cast. Like, it must be die cast given his weight, but yeah, um, he's got a bit of 
at least like in the right areas, which is good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, there's also there is a there is a traditional prime version as well. You can sort of see um, the around the crotch there. There's sort of this large vertical part, and so it's actually why I didn't go for the traditional prime because uh, on the the G1 prime look, that's actually just a giant piece of blue, which is not really how prime is meant to look. So um, I figured that the Nemesis colors disguise that a little bit better. Mm. So yeah. Like, it's not that big. That thing is, like, full-on robo-crotch from, like, base of, you know, abdomen to end of robo-willy. So If, if, you, if you're going to do it, you may as well be a bad guy about it, right? If you're going to do it, you might as well get it in black. So, I've yeah. got a yeah. lot of robot junk in the trunk. Never goes back. Um, second acquisition of the week, since we, are, since we have been talking about mech fans toys, mm-hmm. uh, I saw this guy at TF Nation. Did you know that Mech Fans Toys does an Amiga Supreme, and he is just the cutest little thing? Like, he is only a little bit larger than a little bit larger than that Optimus Prime, which was only a hand size itself. But um, when you showed this picture in the club earlier, I actually thought it was a great deal smaller. But now seeing you hold it, <laughs> yeah, wow. exactly. See, like this thing, uh, and he's he's actually the same price, right? He's about fifty bucks US. Wow. Um, Really interesting. The uh, the arm does just straight up, straight up, um, come off. Yeah, that's robot punch. There is still a ratchet in there, so that's still pretty good. That's the rocket punch move, obviously. (laughs) It's just the whole arm. It's it's just more sort of like, oh my goodness, I'm surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so surprised I dropped my arm. But yeah, like um, I saw that I saw this guy at TF Nation and. Um, I've I've wanted to try and get him ever since. Uh, I looked around a bunch of sites, and Robotobase was the only place that I found that actually had him in stock. And uh, then I looked at some other things and found that they had Dark Raiden in stock. I'd seen um, I'd seen Dark Raiden at a meetup in Melbourne. Um, Adam Templeton had him at, a, at the meetup, and I uh, really enjoyed playing with it there. So I decided to buy him. And so um, yeah, I managed Reasonable to pick price. off a couple of things. Sorry. Reasonable price. Yeah, about 50, 50 US each. Plus, like, shipping was about sort of uh, you know, 20, 30 bucks. So, yeah. I mean, do you actually have yourself a Legend scale collection? Does he? No. Does he, no? <laughs> is, is this the slow descent into it? <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. I mean, <laughs> because I, so I, I really hope not because I don't want to go out and buy all the um, Magic Square ones. I don't want to go out and buy other mech fans' toys. I just want to buy the figures that I want. <laughs> like, and I just liked it because... Yeah, like, so that's how it always starts. I will just get the figures <laughs> I want. All the Dinobots here are one of us, one of us. Yep. <laughs> I've managed to avoid Dinobots most, most of the time. Like, I, do have, <laughs> I have the Just the Toys Dinobots, um, and that's enough. I think I get a cold cup of ice water at least once a day and splash it in my face just to be like, no, no Dinobots. <laughs> I'll just be like, I, I do have one more acquisition, but mm. it's going to wait until next week because I haven't actually taken it out of the box. I have to chop off camp for a second. So please. Yeah, you're right. Live unboxing. <laughs> um, yeah, I nearly prefer the look of that Omega Supreme than the uh, Titan that we're getting. <laughs> oh, I reckon the Titan looks great. Oh, I reckon that little one looks better. It looks more G1. If it, if the Titan was, uh, if you got the little one but bigger, would you prefer it? Yes. Upscale. Third party. <laughs> Make a big one. Here's the third party. <laughs> there are people out there literally taking some of these Legends figures and then just blowing them up. It's yeah. Well, have you, have you... I'm okay with it. I like how we just keep cutting back to Ash's empty chair. Whenever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you transformed it yet, Jason? Uh, I have not. 
what's all box art? What's the alt mode? Has it got an actual base station mode? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah he's a base alt mode. He comes with tracks in the box, and uh, I can show you, like if I if you cut the camera back to me. It's, yeah, um, yeah, it's on you. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, like you, when you open that up and pull this out, so the 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 head is his uh, tank. Yeah, that tank treads come out there, and there you go. You got you got his little tank. That's all G one. Even just the solid red chest on him. That 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 big one's not doing that. It's got. It has to have a stupid. Even clear with cockpit. Faces even. Yeah, there. Look, it hasn't got sunglasses. Nothing. It looks. Yeah. That looks better. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, really, really, like, really, quite a fan of this, especially for fifty bucks. All right, gentlemen. Yeah. I need you oh, to link oh, me oh, to where oh. you where you got that from Literally because I, I want to get that from Robo Toy Base. <laughs> Robo 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 Boys Base Toy. All right, gentlemen. I'm ready to show off my acquisition. Ash, Ash has acquired a costume. Ladies and gentlemen, we're now working Ash back to this. Oh my god! <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, my wife's had a V shot, so I can actually introduce this as a child. Without talking about as of today, I finally have Gravity Builder, the oversized. Uh, version from Jinbao, um, which they just call uh, Builder, I think. That's all it is. Um, obviously, this lovely ensemble comes courtesy of the Baby Bjorn that I do actually hold my daughter in because this guy is terrifying to carry around and to hold. And I jokingly said to my wife, I'm going to put her in the baby carrier. And then I did. So uh, as wow. you can see... Yeah, can you just hold that pose for a minute there? Because like... While you're doing that, I am just gonna do screen a screen cap, snap, please. For those podcast listeners, uh, Ash has come back on the screen with uh, Gravity Builder in a baby harness on his chest, <laughs> which actually yes. makes him may actually makes him just about as good as Power of the Primes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, generally, this this is the hands-free uh, method that I use to actually show off this figure. Um, I particularly love Generation Toys Gravity Builder. My only issue was that it was too small. So the fact that uh, the oversized KO version is actually 30% bigger suits me down to the ground. And it also means that I can do the one thing I said I would never do, and that is have a range of bots in their alt modes or just in their regular modes, and then another display version. Uh, Hello. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. That's the one thing for. I said I would never do, but like these guys at their regular small scale in bot mode, love them. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Generation yeah, toys. Right. Yeah. But when you want to combine it, again, I'm sort of subversively crotch thrusting and I don't mean to, but <laughs> when you combine, you combine, you want it to be large. Again, stop saying the word large or crotch thrusting, Ash. Can I'm you sorry. hold on to that pose for us as well? Right, just, just about there. Wait for it. Go and right. Hold that and... <laughs> I'm um, just this is excellent listening, but there we go. Right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jason, for doing awful things to me. So, uh, yeah, this was only just put together today. Um, for the longest time, I have not been able to actually get a gravity builder. So, the fact that uh, I've managed to get this through a mixture of uh, Joel from uh, Robo Toys and Savior Toys actually managed to get me all sorted. So, you know, it's a uh, he's got big baby hands, <laughs> big thumbs up from me. Wow, that's great. <laughs> Look, uh, mm. look, I will just point out, small production note, if you look in the podcast chat, you will see what I have done. <laughs> and I will click just here to be worried about the fact that... We'll surprising. Post up in the group. <laughs> uh, that, that is going in the group. Uh, yeah, that, that should actually... You can take that shot and attach it to the, net, the, the uh, podcast, Brad. There we go. 
<laughs> I would just like to also share as a side note that uh, <laughs> before my wife did go to bed this evening, right before I did the podcast, I said, do you mind grabbing the baby carrier for me? <laughs> I was asleep. So she was like, why? Did she? Oh, I was going to say, did she actually ask why? <laughs> she said why, and I just said, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to want to see this. <laughs> Please don't watch the podcast, Fantastic. honey. I'm sorry. Fantastic. Mm. That is it for acquisitions, and uh, pretty much that's it for the show. Now, Brad, you do have a little bit of TCA business. And yes, I mean, we. It is Victoria. Oh, and news and news and uh, South Australia. We've um, Supernova Melbourne is booked. Simon hey. and Christopher have got um, table organised down there, so expect the uh, usual extravaganza for Melbourne Supernova. Max has told me today he's also got Melbourne, uh, Melbourne Adelaide Toy and Comic Festival, I think it is, booked. And also we've got Supernova Adelaide booked as well. So we've got some events coming up. Jason, you've got Comic Gong in May, which has been booked as well. I'm yes, pretty sure I've let you know about that before now. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just like, I hope I'm here in May. We'll see. Yeah. If not, we're there. It's, we've got this table in the library again, so we can um, hopefully get to that. But yeah. Comic Gong was very fun last year, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. No, we have a lot of fun at these little conventions. So yeah, yeah. Uh, look, it is a, it is convention. Well, it is convention season in that like it's not January anymore. So it is time for us to start planning public appearances for the club. Um, many of these are paid for by membership fees. And uh, so look, we we are a collector's club. We are registered in Victoria and we try to perform services for the collecting community in Australia. So you can sign up for membership from $5 for the financial year. Uh, and you can find information about that at transformerscca.com. Since I am into the, uh, the the spiel, I think it's time we bring to the end of the podcast. What do you reckon? Before you get to that briefly. Oh. Um, Brad, is, Brad is going off script. I'm going off script. Um, we are about to hit our fourth year in the podcast. Yes, we are. Um, that Those 170s just dragged. I'm glad we're at 180, 181. <laughs> well, um, now, we're, now we're at 181, and 10 weeks later, Brad's going to be like, oh, God, those 180s dragged. <laughs> also, you oh, weren't in half of them. <laughs> well, going across Christmas and everything else, so hmm. it happened. But, um, yeah, we're... My cat is sitting in my lap and my cat is, I've just looked down at him and he's just like, what is that black thing next to you? I am about to. (laughs) Where Jason lost his bottom lip. Yes. (laughs) 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 But no, we, um, going into the fourth year, we don't know what we're going to do for the anniversary. Normally we got toy fair news to talk about and that's pretty much a celebration of why we're here. So, We'll see what happens in the next couple of I need to Google this. The fourth anniversary material is, hang on. Cotton. Is it cotton? Do you know this? Uh, That's my guess. Damn, I'm wearing a cotton shirt. I'm early. (laughs) It is. Oh, no, hang on. Lava. Oh, my God. So the fifth is wood. Oh, knock on wood (laughs) if we get there. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. No, I don't think there's actually an official fourth. Oh, wait, 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 no. Fruit and flowers? 
Spiritual flowers and linen and silk. So I think I think you I think you're very right with cotton. In fact, Ash. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Spoken like someone who's been married over four years. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, lovely. There's listeners out there, so I want to. I want to see. Send us cotton. Cotton. It's obviously cotton. time for another t-shirt drive. That mm. just brings into the whole cotton on get your G1 reissue bots. <laughs> Complete circular. Like a carousel around exactly. circular. <laughs> Jason, send us out, please. Are you sure? Are you sure you're done? Are you sure? Yeah, like, just, I mean, just do it. You know, like this the, the, I'm just reclining here with the gravity builder strapped to my chest. Yeah, you, yeah. you actually look really uncomfortable. It's not terrible. It's just not great. <laughs> Your back is going to be killing you. I can hear no, footsteps. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, his back's fine probably. because it's the oversized KO. It's light. Is it light? He's Honey, still has to strap to his chest. <laughs> All right, uh, that is it. Let, let, let's go. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you are watching along with the live record, thank you for checking us out. Thank you for checking out my cat's tail as it flies across the, uh, the camera. Wait, yeah. here he is. <laughs> Uh, we have already done the uh, the TCCA upsell spiel, so we're not gonna we're not gonna worry about that. Uh, but you can find out more about these stories and more it uh, in the show notes attached to the episode or at the uh, Transformers Weekly Facebook page and the Podbean site, which is transformersweekly.podbean.com. Find us on Facebook at Australian Transformers Weekly, and if you want to come and talk to us, uh, we are all very talkative in Transformers Collectors Club Australia on Facebook. That is all for us, and uh, we'll be back with Transformers news, views, opinions, and feel opinions next week. Lovely. All the news news is worth newsing. Yeah, I like to news all the time. Tune in next week when I try and find some way to top this ridiculous gimmick. Jinbao, oversized Predaking. You have your mission. Yep, and I'll just have to duct tape it to my head or give it a piggyback ride for the entire thing. Man, 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 man. You have one hand on top of the other. <laughs> <laughs>